Hey, what is up, guys? You would not believe what I just found in the medieval ages. Hello, and welcome to Asher's Podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about bloodletting. The gruesome procedure of letting blood was performed practically everywhere till the 19th century. From a common sore throat to the bubonic plague, bloodletting was the solution to almost everything, or so believed. To determine if someone was sick, they often studied their pee. Today on the show, I'm able to have professional pee inspector Avery. So, I'm not a pee inspector, but I have researched barber surgeons and their urine charts. And has different colors of pee, which they compare to their patients to determine if their humors are unbalanced. By looking at your pee, you're in trouble. After tasting, looking, and smelling at your pee, I can tell if your humors are unbalanced and will almost always recommend bloodletting. Even with all the information and charts they made, most medicine in the Middle Ages was mostly guesses and religious practices. The vast majority of people who were bloodlet had negative effects as tissue cannot get enough oxygen, leading to tissue and organ damage. Bloodletting sometimes had beneficial effect by temporary... Yay! Um, Now I have medicine person... On the podcast, Bailey. I am Bailey. I study medicine. <laughs> what is bloodletting? Bloodletting is the procedure of letting blood <laughs> from someone to cure them of illnesses and to balance their volumes. Did bloodletting work? Bloodletting usually didn't have beneficial effects, but the placebo effect of drawing out the bad illness sometimes made people believe they were better, which in turn made their um, illness improve and made them more healthy. The procedure of bloodletting started all the way back in Egypt. It then spread to Greece in 3000 BC, where the too much blood was the cause of disease. In 200 AD, Greek philosopher and physician Galen created the theory of the four humors and the balance of them for optimal health. Come the Middle Ages, bloodletting flourished everywhere despite not showing real signs of working. Bloodletting used many different tools and techniques, including leeches. Leeches? No way! Yes, ma- yes way, Maximo. No way! Yes? <laughs> yes? Um... For medieval medicine, leeches had such a pivotal role that the word leech was used for doctor. Wow. (laughs) For an earache, a leech on the bottom of your ear. A headache, three leeches on your forehead. Despite how often leeches were used in medieval uh, medicine, they were a rare commodity. A leech collector had to wade in a murky pond for hours on end, coming up with thick black freeloaders stuck to his calves. Maximo can tell you about the most common tools for bloodletting. 
The most common tools for bloodletting were a lancet and a flame. A small two-sided blade called a lancet was great for precision cuts and is still used today in modern medicine. The flame is perhaps the easiest to find bloodletting antique. They often have one or more blades to write in right. the handle. Barbers were the ones who mostly held these tools. For in 1163, a church edit prohibited monks and priests from performing most surgery and bloodletting. Most doctors were priests, so... Barbers had to take over the job. In the medieval ages, barbers performed many different procedures, including bloodletting, tooth extractions, and amputations. Amputations. Wait, really? Amputations? Yeah, they cut them right up. This episode of Podcast was brought to you by... Another message from our sponsor, Milk, by Milk Brands. Do you ever have that moment when you pour cereal into a bowl and then you reach for the milk and you realize that there actually was no milk and there was soy milk and you have a sad feeling? Well, end this problem right now and have Maximo come straight to your door and give you his milk. <laughs> Call now for a 25.337589% discount. discount. So... Order today, and you get Maximo coming straight to your house with his signature Maximo's Kitchen milk. It's not soy milk. It's Maximo milk. Another message from our sponsor, Maximo's Signature Kitchen. You ever want to wash your afro but don't want to look like a total Maximo the next day? Well, solve this problem with Maximo's Signature Afro Gel. Clean it right up and poof it right down. Call now for an 18.7% discount. 1-800-553-NO-MAXIMO-AFRO. That's 1-800-553-NO-MAXIMO-AFRO. It's afro, but it doesn't poof. Maximo signing out. Yeah. Another special thank you to V-Buck Scams. Want to win 500 V-Bucks? Just type in the back of your mom's credit card and we'll send you 52 V-Bucks. Help defeat Omega. Also, another message from Maximo's Signature Kitchen. You want new shoes, but without your foot holding? Well, get Maximo's Signature Kitchen Smooth Foot. It smooths your foot right into the shoe. Maximo tested. Yeah, it works pretty well. <laughs> Maximo's Kitchen. Your place for everything from a kitchen. Thank you for listening to this episode of It's Getting Bloody. Special thanks to Maximo, Avery, and Bailey, and Maximo's Signature Kitchen, who sponsored this video of It's Getting Bloody in here. Indeed. By Asha. Signing off. Signature Kitchens signing off. This is the end of the podcast. 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 Thank you for listening.
the podcast. Bye, Asher. And camping at the end.